0: Am I? What is my identity? I am righteous in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Self-image is a big deal in our culture, and I personally believe it's a big deal to God. God's truth for us in this verse this week definitely speaks about self-image. But first, let's consider the message our culture speaks to us about self-image. Culture definitely has a lot to say about it. If God speaks about our self-image and culture is constantly delivering a message about it as well, how do we make sure we're getting the right information? How do we make sure we have a good self-image? For that matter, where does a good self-image even come from? You know, the culture of this world will tell us That a good self-image comes from things like accomplishments or achievements, appearance, affluence. In other words, the more awards, titles, education, and accolades you have, the better you're going to feel about yourself. The better you look, the more you're going to like yourself. The more money you have, well, the more power and ease of life you're going to possess, and then you'll certainly know just how special and unique you are, right? Well, is all of that really true? Let's think about it. Now, I'm not one at all to knock hard work, excellence, and achievement. And honestly, when I work hard and I achieve something, I do feel good and I do celebrate the reward that comes from that. I also think it's important to take care of our physical bodies and our appearance. God created them and and He wants to use everything we have to give Him glory. I know when I feel good physically, it affects much else in my life as well. And how about money? Is there self-image value in money? Well, I've never been rich, at least by American standards, but when I'm a good steward of my resources, I do feel good about myself. I say all this to say, we cannot dismiss the value of accomplishment, achievement, appearance, and affluence. I mean, the world doesn't look to those things as valuable for self-image for nothing. See, when they're present in our lives, they do bring energy and zest for living, and when they're not present, we can tend to feel down and discouraged. But even so, do these things really hold the power to give us the true self-worth that each person craves, that true self-worth that will stick with you day in and day out? Honestly, not really. We need to be careful to see them for what they really are. These are temporal things, but we need to look to God's word to see where true self-image that lasts really comes from. And I think that is the question. Where does the good self-image, that lasting self-image, come from? Our verse this week tells us where it comes from. And it has absolutely nothing to do with anything we have done, how we look, or anything we have accumulated. If we take it all the way back to the beginning of time, we remember that God Himself created us. And as our Creator, He alone has the right to assign us worth. The problem is, when we come face to face with our holy God, it's very obvious we don't measure up. We can easily feel worthless. Even amongst any accomplishments or affluence or beautiful appearance and achievements, we're all still sinners. And our sin creates shame and a poor self image in the face of a holy God. Sometimes that can even get rather twisted. Because we all know some people actually don't even seem to care about how much they fall short in the presence of God. But in reality, sin and all its effects cause shame and a constant feeling of condemnation. Even when people try to mask it and try to make you think they don't care about what God thinks. Eventually, at some point, their low self-image is going to become visible. And it shows itself in different ways. That's why we have called our verse this week, the great exchange. See, when we come to meet with God, we know we don't measure up. We know we're sinners. Call it whatever you like, but we know we have a messed up life or a life that has missed the mark, a life that took the wrong path, a life worth nothing more than filthy rags. And by the way, the Bible uses all these descriptions and more to describe us as sinners. And then there's Jesus. He is perfect he's holy. He never committed a sinful action, never had sinful thoughts, never spoke a sinful word or entertained a sinful ambition. As our verse said, he knew no sin. So what is this great exchange? It is the exchange between Jesus and us. We give him our sin and he gives us his righteousness. That's why our verse says, He made Him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Jesus takes our sin, we get Jesus' righteousness. Nothing can design a strong self-image like knowing you are righteous in the sight of God. A strong self-image comes from standing in the face of your Creator and knowing He sees you as good, as clean, as holy and pure and right before him. Now, in and of ourselves, we can never be that. But when Jesus puts his righteousness upon us, God sees us as righteous. In Christ, our verse says, we take on the righteousness of God. That's just not a great exchange. To me, that is a divine exchange. See, some people have a shame-based nature, and they can't believe that God would ever see them as righteous. I know I used to think just like that. Have you ever had a hard time receiving a compliment? Maybe when someone compliments you, do you have a tendency to throw it back to them with some kind of self-deflating comment? I know that sometimes I, I tend to do that. And when I do, my husband will just look at me and say, just say thank you. Well, in the same way, when God says, you can feel good about yourself because you are my child. I have made you righteous in my sight. You are beautiful to me our negatively charged emotions will often retort with negative things, not receiving the good God wants to give us. In reality, too, that's ungrateful. We need to believe God, and we need to thank Him for the righteousness that He gives us. A couple of weeks ago, we memorized a verse that told us we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Now, He was given to us for so many good things. But did you know that one of those things was to reprove us concerning righteousness? John 16, 8 and verse 10 tells us that. The idea behind the word reprove is the idea of convince. See, just as the Holy Spirit was given to convict us of our sin, did you know that He also convinces us of our righteousness? That's one of the reasons He was given to us. Some of us really need to be convinced. See, so many people struggle with feelings of low self-worth. It takes divine intervention from the Holy Spirit to convince us that we are worth much in God's eyes. Rick Renner, who's a missionary in Russia, wrote, If you struggle with a poor self-image and a constant feeling of condemnation, you need the Holy Spirit to do His convincing work in your life. Only the Holy Spirit can open your eyes to see who you have become in Jesus Christ. Once your eyes have been opened and you understand you are righteous, you will never again throw the truth back in God's face and argue with Him. When the Holy Spirit reminds you that you have been declared righteous, you will cry out with joy, Thank you! That's exactly who I am. You know, if we don't grasp this God-given righteousness, a negative self-image will most likely rule our thoughts about ourselves. Even if we achieve great accolades, look more beautiful than anyone, and possess much wealth, that will still happen because that is not where a true self-image comes from. You think about how many superstars have all these things and more and still struggle at the core with who they really are and where their self-worth really comes from. It is not necessary for us to struggle in this way. We have all been offered this great exchange, this divine exchange. The question is, will we take it? And will we believe God when He declares us righteous in Christ? And will we thank Him for it? The Bible says in our verse this week, He made Him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. In Christ, we are righteous. It is our identity. He is where a good self-image is found.